Hey guys, welcome to WDWNT Nerd Alert. I'm your host, Joe Hogarty, and joining me tonight is Jack McCarthy. Howdy, folks. And Fedra Chris. Hello, everybody. So on tonight's show, we're going to go over the season finale of Ahsoka. We're also going to probably go over our thoughts on the season as a whole, what we felt about it. Um, might get into some news, we'll see. Depends on the time and all that. Um, I did want to say I did watch Gen V, first couple episodes. Did you guys watch it, anybody? I haven't had a chance to since you told me it was pretty good. <clears throat> no, no, not yet, but I'm interested in what you think. So Gen V is basically it's a spinoff of The Boys, and it's kind of like Riverdale, you know, but with mutants, I would <laughs> kind of call it. And them. super violent. <laughs> Yeah, because I don't know. They're really not heroes. You know what it reminds me of? Like Sky High a little bit. Like where they had, you were either a super or you were a sidekick. You know, most of these people are sidekicks because you can't imagine them as supers. Like the lead character, and she's really good. I I, I think most of the people in the series is good. But uh, so her superpower is that she cuts herself and she uses the, the blood comes streaming out of her and she's able to attack people with blood and it's it's this is my big problem with the series though is it, it does the blood become things or is the blood just she splashes on them it just gushes out but i i guess it you know becomes sharp you know like where it could pierce somebody's body you know like uh Oh, so it can become like a solid. Yeah, it, it or becomes or take form. It does. It, 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 I mean, the only forms I've really seen are basically sharp objects, and or she. I guess she can grab a hold of somebody, like you know, their body, you know, and pull them. But it's it, it again. It's kind of gross. Like you see her origin story, and she's a little girl. And she's watching TV with her family. And then she goes to the bathroom and she realizes that she's having her first menstrual cycle. And then the blood from her starts to rise above her as she's on the toilet. And then the mother comes in and says, what's going on? And then she just stabs her mother to death, not intentionally by accident. Um, but she ends up killing the whole family, you know, cause she doesn't have, know how to control her powers. Jeez. But, but That's it's very pretty gross, dark. Very graphic. Uh, the whole series is very graphic. It's and, and that's my complaint a little bit is I feel like sounds actually like Cyclops, doesn't it? Like when his eyes happened and he couldn't control it and he was just like zapping everything. Yeah, a little bit. There's a character Mortal Kombat that behaves like that where she uses the blood from inside of her to do moves. And again, they can form into objects. Um, but I, I, how many seasons of the boys have we had so far? Is it, isn't it three, three? Yeah, um, I think it's about three. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they're always trying to top themselves with the goriness and they're doing that with this too. Like, it's like, I'm finally at the point where I'm like, all right, that's enough. That's enough. You know, I, I kind of feel like they rely on that as a crutch 
like when they don't have much of a story, they do something so outlandishly disgusting that you can see kids in school saying, oh my God, did you check out Gen V and that scene, you know, where, I, and I can't even say it. Like there's so many disgusting things that happen in this. Uh, you'd have to watch it. But one of the, her roommate at this, I don't know if it's a high school or a college, it's college. She's, uh, she's able to turn small, like kind of like Ant-Man. Okay. But what she does though is she's bulimic. So she has to basically go to a toilet and then vomit into the toilet. And the more she vomits, the smaller she gets. So it's about self-harm, you know, uh, a lot of the superheroes have, or if you want to call them, whatever you want to call them, have powers similar to that, like where it's not just being strong or, or having metal claws come out of you. It's just really weird crap. And then there's a, another superhero or super that their power basically is they're a transgender, you know, it's like they were born a male, but they have the ability to turn female, you know, whenever they want. It's like, uh, and, and it's just very, well, and they, do they always switch to the same female or the same male? Yes. yes. Oh, so it's not like they, they can change like, uh, Mystique can change. No, it's just uh, he was born like he's an Asian boy and he was born an Asian boy. And so his parents are upset because they feel it's it's upsetting to see him want to change his gender. So there's that whole topic in there, you know, like where people have a problem, I guess, with with transgender ism and they're trying to address that. Uh, but it's just like it, it kind of pushes a little too hard in a way. It's like, yeah, all right, we, you know, we get it. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, you're not, you're not selling it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I like the first episode, but the, the, the other two episodes I didn't think were as good. I, I, I think you have to eventually get behind the characters, and that's what helps too. Like, if you keep watching the show, but I also felt, feel like it's, one of the problems with the show is that it occurs mostly, you know, in the school and there's not much to do in, in the school. Basically, you know, they might have, they have the dorms and then they'll have parties and all that and things will happen during the parties. But I, it's no boys, you know, it's. An old girl no, 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 no. When I say it's no boys, I mean, it's no boys, the boys, it's no, the boys. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, they, they allow boys in this school too, but I don't know. They, they, I think they just try to be smart and hip and, and they do push a lot of woke themes. Like they push pronouns, like with the, with a you know, transgender person. Uh, and other people, uh, inclusiveness, respectfulness, um, 
they keep calling the school a safe space. It's a safe space for everybody to feel comfortable. And if you don't feel comfortable, you know, you have to let the principal know. Um, so it's, there's very woke themes, but they're also making fun of it too. Cause like how some people could go overboard in being too woke in a way. It, it's, it's weird. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I would watch the first episode and I think the first one is the best one. They just released one. It's Thursday night right now. And they just released one, I think at nine o'clock. Um, I'm still going to watch it. Um, and if for three episodes, I might as well watch the next one. But yeah, like I said, it's not the boys. The boys is different. The boys have, have, have more interesting characters. But I will say what I, I like about this is the lead character is a black girl and she's very good. And this is what we need. We need to see more characters. Like if they want to be more diverse with the uh, superheroes, create new ones, you know, with uh, that are interesting, that, that are good actresses and actors, you know, don't make it like, well, we need to make Superman black or we need to make, uh, I don't know who, Iron Man needs to be a 15-year-old black girl. Just create new characters that with new powers, even though those are weird powers, that's kind of a hard sell, <laughs> you know, for a comic book, I would say, you know, to that she uses blood and she's got to cut herself every time. Like she carries around a knife and she usually slits the palms of her wrists to get herself going. Sounds very weird. It, yeah, I think it's a little, t I mean, if it's gory for you, it's definitely going to be gory for me. Um, well, no, well, the, the boys, I, probably the boy, it's, I don't know. I, I'd say it's equal on that. But I, my point is, I think that they're using that as a crutch. Like I said, like they'll, they'll use the goriness, the, the above, over the top goriness just to have like a water cooler moment, but it's still in the end, it's got to have some real substance, which again, I watched three episodes and now I kind of forgot what the main plot is. After watching uh, that's not good. No, that's not good. Cause then all you remember is this, the creepy stuff. Exactly. But I have a feeling once I start watching the fourth episode, I'll be like, oh, okay. All right. So this was what happened. This person is a bad guy. But uh, even that isn't a sign of a good show, because if you have if you have to wait till the fourth episode to kind of figure out, you know, if there's a story, that's that's kind of weak. Well, it's just me. <laughs> you know, maybe it's just my. You mean you're just missing it? Yeah, maybe I'm just missing it, or I know I just forgot about. It. I mean, I'm thinking about it now. It's like, all right, I'm I'm starting to remember things. Are you, I mean, you said you're rooting for the lead character. Yeah. Is there any other character that sucked you into their story or, or their power or just that one? Well, uh, uh, the bulimic girl, it, it, she's kind of a fun character. I, I do like her, except I don't like how she gets her powers. And if she wants to get big, she has to eat. Um, kind of like a, I think as someone said it in the show and I thought it too, it, it's like Alice in Wonderland a little bit. 
Like, I don't know. It sounds like they're almost making fun of, you know, serious issues that people have. I don't know if they're making fun of it or they just want to address it. You know, they want to bring it out into the open. And yeah, but those aren't those aren't superpowers. That actually kills people. Yeah, like cutting their kids who cut until until they go too far and then they're in, you know, trouble, real trouble. And the same thing, you you see girls with bulimia who just neglect their bodies until they yeah, waste know, away. Just go to pieces. Well, there's there's like a mean girl in there that you know the the small or I, I don't know what her name is. You know, like the bulimic girl befriends, and she feels really good because she feels like she's part of the popular group. But then that girl ends up telling the whole school, "It's like, well, you know how she gets small. You know, she ends up purging, and then everybody looks at her and like she's a freak." Uh, and it, it's all about social media too. It's like who gets like the most likes on their posts, yeah, like a like a I don't know their version of Instagram and all that and, and Twitter, and yeah, what people are willing to do for attention. Like which person is trending the most in the school, and whoever is trending the most gets the attention of what's the the group that handles the seven because there's an opening, there's two opening spots since uh, Queen Maeve is gone. And I, I think, oh, and uh, who's the other one? Starlight. Starlight. And also the other one, um, Black Mask. Is that him? Oh, yeah. Black Noir. Black Noir. Yeah. yeah so there, there's openings. So they're all kind of competing, hoping that the group that sponsors the seven ends up seeing them trending and that they'll be invited to be part of the seven. It, it, it's just, it's trying to be smart, but it's also, it's kind of, it's kind of lacking for me. I guess I just can't get behind the characters that they have. And it could be also, I'm not in high school, college anymore. And I can't relate to these people and social media, you know, I don't know. I would, I would suggest you watch it. It's not horrible. I, I think some people might like it, but it is gross. And, but I think, you know what you're getting into. Like if we, we saw that animated version, that animated spinoff, whatever that was called. And that was pretty gross too. So just have to accept it. Okie doke. Uh, we were also talking about V for, for Vendetta last week. And I, I watched that too. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. I haven't seen that since it when it first came out. That was It's been a long time since I've seen it. I've seen it too many times. <laughs> I can imagine that. <laughs> yeah. No, it was good. I mean, my problem, I think Natalie Portman was horrible in it. I don't think she's what? much of Come on. She's not much of an actress. She uh, was good. She's nice to look at, but I don't think she's a great actress. She fit the part if you look at the comic. Oh, I don't know exactly about it. Exactly like Evie. And she's got this fake British accent that I never bought. Well, uh, yeah. But it is interesting. Like Fedra said that uh, 
how I guess the United States is like kind of like a colony of of disease or is that that what it was? Mm. You were talking about it last week. Um, yeah. So so the British in Britain, the the government had a subsidiary research company that was taking certain people and uh, experimenting on them to create a disease and to also create a solution. And then they planned th three locations in Britain to release the disease and then funnel the income from this uh, magic pill for the winning person who wanted to become high chancellor, which was a dictatorship uh, with very similar similar colors of, of Hitler. It was red and black. And it talks about censorship, talked about certain rules that homosexuality was death. Um, if you had, you know, beautiful artwork or certain levels of history that were wiped out or no longer relatable. Uh, you were locked out for literally owning it and you were taken in a van and never heard from again. Yeah, again, it's, it's, I think it's well acted, the movie, but the one thing that bothered me was that they were kind of like glorifying the destroying of historical landmarks because like at the end they destroyed Big Ben and Parliament and some other Well, that's what guy folks wanted to do anyway. <laughs> well, that? yeah, it's it's a it's a significance of destroying the government at, at that time. But you see how people well I I don't think too many people have seen that now like younger people, but you see how influenced they are over like the, just the stupidest thing like they might like if they disagree with somebody, they'll automatically say he's worse than Hitler or she's worse than Hitler. Mm -hmm. And like, they feel like the need that they have to rebel or, re or revolt. And even like, again, like when we were having issues with statues coming down uh, during, I guess it was 2020 during COVID it's, they were like destroying statues from, you know, like generals that were on the, on the North side of the civil war. And they want to destroy statues of Lincoln. And it's like, it, you know, they didn't want to be reminded of, of the South. But then once they, they're like, well, well, I don't want to even be reminded of the Civil War. So let's get, it, get rid of the, the North, too. And let's get rid of, the, of Lincoln because he was president at that time. And I don't know. I just I'm, I'm a little concerned that the the youth of today, especially like not, maybe not over here, but if you look at Europe, like the, the climate activists over there, they're nuts. Like they do the craziest thing. Like they'll, they'll throw soup on like a, you know, a, a work of art that's like hundreds or thousands of years old. Um, they, I think they soup. Know, soup. I haven't heard of that. Well, okay. I mean, if they, if the youth takes it from that movie, Meetings. Um, then sorry, I'll be the first one to say that they're stupid because they didn't get the film. I mean, that person was an anti-hero for sure, but he was calculated and he was going after all the people that actually 
tortured him to death, um, which was taking justice into his own hands. But also, you know, it was over the course of a year that he was trying to get the truth out and nobody wanted to listen. Everybody was afraid. People were getting kidnapped or censored. So he took, you know, justice into his own hands. Do I say that that's correct? It's very difficult to say what is correct when in this film, the entire country was a dictatorship. There, there was an enormous amount of injustice being done. Yeah. I still, I, like I said, my concern is that a lot of younger people are easily, easily impressed upon by things that they see. I, I just don't want to see them act out in that way, which they are. They, they have been doing that throughout Europe. Like they've been destroying things or, um, you know, laying in the street, blocking traffic over their climate activists. They feel like they, they demand that people start turning green and that we stop using fossil fuels and all that. Um, you know, it's but impossible. <laughs> I, yeah, it's, it's or, you know, it's not that they're wasting their time, but they can be doing it a little bit more constructive because when you see things like that, like me personally, I want to burn fuel even more, you know? It's like, it's not helping matters. You have to be, I think in a situation like that, you have to try to be nicer, uh, like like Martin Luther King would say, like, uh, you know, do it through peace, not through violence. And I, I, I don't know, I did like the movie though. I thought it was interesting. Um, I'll probably won't see it for another 10 years or 15 years <laughs> another 10 or 20 years again yeah hugo weaving was pretty good in it I, I liked him oh yeah he was excellent he's always good yeah yeah no, he is he really is he's just one of those one of those actors he's just excellent i i wish he would have had more of a career when you think about it i mean he was in the matrix and lord of the rings but he could have done so much more i think you know I mean, that's a pretty good track, gotta say. And the Red Skull. Don't forget yeah, that. Yeah, they're all, they're oh, all successful. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, all successful, you know, films and pretty cool characters. Yeah. All right, let's get into it. Ahsoka. And this episode was called The Jedi, the Witch, and the Warlord. What is it? Oh, that's. I, uh, I got like they were trying to go kind of Narnia. Yeah, that's like what that. I was thinking. Narnia, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Um, okay, Fedger. So, what do, what do you think of this last episode? I gotta go first. Okay. I was hoping. <laughs> well, Jack, I was though, hoping be Jack. Long. Yeah, I was hoping Jack would go first. <laughs> <laughs> Just skew over everything. Just do the work for me. <laughs> Oh, thanks. <laughs> I mean, there's a bit to go over, right? And it's like, I don't want to. Well, I'll I'll keep mine short then. I mean, you you know the segment that I'm going to talk about pretty much. So, uh, I'm still so. going to rate this pretty high. I mean, overall, I'd give it a six out of ten, just because there was a lot going on. There was a lot of. Uh, 
suspense, if you will, on certain points where I was like, all right, we're getting somewhere. Let's get to the ship and they're going to get off the galaxy. And if they're going to jump, jump and yeah, kill the witch, cut her head off. You know, so I, I did have those moments where I was like, OK, OK, I a terrible ending. Ter terrible. I was just like, no, I don't want to have Kumbaya with the turtle people. That's not how I want to end the season. I want to go after that, you know what, and uh, stop him. <laughs> so that is what I would have expected Star Wars to be like in the ship, going at him, just go, just figure it out, you know, find the coordinates, send a warning, like he's coming, get the ships ready. No, none of that. We're having a campfire with some marshmallows with some turtle people. Um, my other yeah. rant, of course, is the whole witch ceremony, literally right in front. I mean, I don't know if this information is coming from George Lucas or, you know... I don't think that part is. They've got like a panel of writers being like, yeah, can we actually get someone in Wiccan over here? Or someone in witchcraft? We just want to sprinkle, you know, some truth right here in the middle of this episode. Just, you know, just in case there's any Satanists that would just enjoy this moment and be like, oh, you know, because it was literally right there. I mean, <laughs> it, it really was. It was literally showing you verbatim what a witch coven does in order to bring a woman in who wants to be part of the witchyhood. And I'm looking at it like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? If we could just get a witch from Salem right now to just be transported here so I can show them Star Wars and they'll be like, excellent. Our work has passed through into the modern day. Excellent. We acquire more souls through this wonderful, you know, screen. We absorb you. It's like, no, that's not, like that, <laughs> that's not what I want at all. Like, seriously. Like, speaking of that, I, I was actually thinking of you, Fedra. I was watching The Crucible. Oh, recently. man. Good play. Have you ever seen that live? I no, saw the I watched live the, play of that. That's fantastic stuff. I would scare the crap out of me, I think, if I saw it live. I, I watched, uh, no, it was Daniel Day-Lewis and Winona Ryder. No, it was good. But, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I, I got to be nice. I, I can't say too many negative things about women. <laughs> I'll just say that. Well, I mean, what I'm saying is, as a person who really identifies in spirit and studies and understands the occult, I'm quite pissed that that was in there. Because a part of me is like, okay, again, they're either trying to make this funny or one of those writers or a couple of those writers, I'm, I'm willing to say some of those executives are literally getting off at putting this in there. And I got a problem with that. Sorry. I will say you, you make a point because it does seem like almost everything that Disney does, either Star Wars or Marvel, it's somewhere somehow thrown in there. You know, something every is, single time, which is a little bizarre. Yeah. And I mean, and this one, the only thing that they didn't cover, which could happen in the next season 
is she will come back to life. Oh, yeah, I'm sure she'll be back. Because not only was her head not cut off, she was severed in the middle. But when you make a covenant vow as a witch into a sisterhood, it is not through death. The concept of death is very human. But they did say she's dead. You know, the, the witches. Yeah, they were acknowledging her death. That doesn't mean that she won't come back just like all of those weird star trooper zombies that were coming back. Ugh. I mean, her, her blade was super cool. That, that green uh, flaming sword. To me, that was also a significance of history, which is the spear of destiny, which Hitler himself was looking for in World War II. Um, that's what I thought that that representation was because they used the occult to try and find that because that's a very powerful piece of equipment that to this day, it says that whoever can hold that spear rules the entire planet. And that's in history. So, well, is, it, is that the, uh, the spear that went through Christ? It is said, yes, that it was pierced. Yes. Well, that was in Indiana Jones five. Like they were searching for that. Oh, great. Yeah. Here we go again. Here, so, there you go. Well, I, I that mean, you, yeah. you have to expect me Indiana Jones, though. <laughs> it's still connected looking. to Disney, mm. which is then again connected to a cult. And I mean, people don't have to take my word for it. You can Google and go go look for Spirit of Destiny. There's, there's many myths about it. Um, and I mean, I loved the whole scene of Ahsoka fighting the witch. Like, yeah, I wanted her to be taken down because now she had literally leveled up with you know these powers of the shadow which again is also talked about in you know spirituality and and about what the shadow represents and i'm, I'm not going to go into it but it's just again they're using key words that even people like myself that would call me like some spiritual woo-woo or a healer or new age person we know what those keywords mean. So it's almost like they're trying to, if they are, attempt to attract even us to watch Star Wars or, or be interested. And again, I find that kind of lame because just how you're saying, like all these narratives are being put into Marvel and to Star Wars to get certain audiences, that's not right. Well, I will say though, I, I think that especially children after watching this, they're not going to walk away and say, I want to be one of those witches, you know, because they really didn't do anything other than convey that they were villainous, you know. I, you I, know they, I mean, to this day, people dress up as witches on Halloween. Well, so yeah. they, they may dress symbol. up like one of those witches in cosplay or in Halloween and not really be aware <laughs> Of um, that, pretty much what they were doing is happens in real yeah, I life. See, I can <laughs> see somebody cosplaying at one of the comic cons as the the three witches of Dathomir. Because what they symbolized here is that she sacrificed her own life. In real life, she would bring a goat or a cow or a small child and sacrifice that for the sake of her being entered into this sisterhood because it's serious again as i said it's a vow throughout life to be 
monks and to you know do this kind of power which is supernatural so that's why again like because it's just so close to truth is why i have to emphasize why i have such a, a problem with it why it was just like okay out of everything that they could put why are they putting this again in here why did they put anything in there to be honest with you yeah i mean the whole ending of this of the whole episode is like ezra gets home and and they're stuck on the planet like i mean i love the way that you said that jack you know in the chat because it really woke me up it was like oh okay well yeah he's kind of right and wasn't wasn't that great of an ending to give me momentum of like what's the next season gonna be it was it was more like it ended down flat. Well, that, that, that's what my problem was from the very beginning. I was like, well, what is Sabine's endgame? Is she planning on rescuing Ezra? But does she also know that she has the potential of bringing Thrawn back to the galaxy, which is going to cause far more damage than her? Again, it's a situation like if I had to sacrifice Jack over bringing back Hitler or, you know, no, no, there was a possibility of me saving Jack over the potential of also Hitler coming back. I wouldn't save Jack, you know? And you, Jack well, wouldn't no, save him either. Well, I'm not going anywhere near a cliff with you. Yeah, that's what we were saying about the cliff and Thanos. You know, you said you would sacrifice him off the cliff for, because you didn't want Thanos to, you know. <laughs> not they would think of... To save Jack, I'll sacrifice myself. It's like, no, Jack fall. Yeah. Well, the, I wasn't given that opportunity, <laughs> you know, to choose myself. Sorry, Jack, don't be so selfish. Jeez. It's only well, bad. I mean, what's what's that whole <laughs> thing? With, well, I do want to know, what did you guys, like, what was your take of seeing Anakin at the end? What what, what does that mean? Because Sabina felt him. It's confusing. But she, but she didn't see him, but Ahsoka saw him. Well, nobody saw him at the end. He was just kind of like... Yeah, they were walking away, and he's just, like, creeping around. Yeah, he's just, like, over... Or watching over them. Oh, see, I took it like she saw him, and Sabina felt him. I don't know. No, I don't... I, I just think it was I don't like, think Sabina has any connection to him. No. I think they need some sort of connection to come through... Um, like ra random force ghosts just don't appear to people. You have so I to wonder. I wonder if uh, so. Now that that the force ghost of Anakin is on that planet, is he going? Is the force ghost of Anakin going to travel back to the galaxy and tell them where they are? Yeah, but who would he tell? That he had a connection with. Well, he could tell Leia. She's still alive. Or C three PO. Your C three PO, yeah, Luke. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe yeah, probably Luke. The only connection he has with Leah is uh, the fact that he tortured her on the Death Star. Well, also it's his daughter. Yeah, but she's not aware of that, right? There's no connection there. Oh yeah, he's my dad, but I spend my entire life fighting for everything he stands for, and. She doesn't have any sympathy for him, any kind thoughts. I don't know. It, 
it's just confusing. I mean, the, the whole series, when you think about it, well, what I didn't like, and I'll let you talk next, Jack, no repercussions for what Sabine did. It's like Ahsoka Caesar, and it's like, well, at least you learned something. I mean, don't they realize, like, the magnitude of what she's the Pandora box that she's opened up that's going to happen to the galaxy just because she wanted to see Ezra one more time. I, right. I don't think she's a hero. It's like, I think she's selfish. She comes across as selfish again. It's like, I like you Jack and everything, but if it meant bringing Hitler back, I just leave you where you were. You and Hitler are on the same planet, <laughs> you know, <laughs> playing checkers and hanging out with a bunch of bug people. <laughs> All right, Jack. So your thoughts. Okay. After well, Fedra did all the heavy lifting for me, so you know. <laughs> oh good. Yeah, yeah. You've got more than I that I said. I, I feel it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um watching this. I was reminded of the joke in the Big Bang Theory about Raiders of the Lost Ark. That one of the girls had said, yeah, it was a fun movie, but, you know, Indiana Jones really, you know, didn't make much of a difference. And even if he, even if he wasn't there, the Nazis still would have found the Ark. They still would have opened it up. They still would have gotten fried. Whether Indiana Jones was there or not. So here it is. We know. Uh, uh, what's her name? Morgan. Was there. And she's going to get Thrawn. And get him back to the galaxy. So she builds a ship, she goes off, she gets to the planet, she gets to Thrawn, Thrawn hooks up and gets to go home. No matter what Ahsoka did or Sabine did, it didn't matter because... No, it's not true. He still accomplished her mission. Yeah, but Sabine could have destroyed that, that map. Yeah, but if Sabine didn't destroy, if Sabine had stayed on Lothal, they still would have gotten the map. They still would have gotten the coordinates. They still yeah, would have left the galaxy. I, I disagree with that one. Uh, okay, well. The only, the only thing that would have stopped Morgan is if Ahsoka, when she had the map, destroyed it. Yeah. That's Everything after that, it all went along. It was all fluff. Mm. Um, so that's my first problem. I then they that. introduced a whole bunch, rather than ending a series, the whole, the only thing that came out of it was you brought a, the threat they were all afraid of back to the galaxy in Thrawn, and Ezra came home. That was it. Ezra didn't even come home with the crew that was trying to rescue him. 
because they're all still stuck back on the planet. So he gets off. And then... So is he going to go back and rescue yeah. them? <laughs> I doubt it. You know, because how was he going to get back there unless he communicates with the whales or something and goes back? Um, so here's the thing. He goes back to the fleet. And it's an Imperial shuttle. He comes out of the ship still wearing his stormtrooper yeah. armor. Like, wouldn't you at least take your helmet off, dumbass, so no well, one would shoot you as soon as you they saw a stormtrooper? That's just poor writing. Come down the ramp. That's just poor writing. Uh, you know, I mean, I saw. I, I rolled my eyes with that one. I was like, "Come on, you know, you got to make a big okay, deal." Okay, all right, all right. So, so then, then we'll go into other things too. I was agreeing um, with you with that, though. I, I, I know, but here's where, you know, they're coming. They're, we'll go back further before that, because that's a variant. So they're going to storm the Citadel to stop the Chimera from leaving. Or Chimera. Chimera, Chimera. Um, Thrawn does what he should have done at the start of the last episode when they were all together. Calls down a turbo laser blasts on them. Okay. So now you're telling me three people riding on two wolves are able to to survive a bombardment from an Imperial Star Destroyer. I mean, this Facts. isn't this isn't shooting like little this isn't oh, shooting man. like little laser blasts from like a rifle down at them no turbo lasers are destroy are made to destroy other ships as big as the star destroyer to wipe out cities you know and here it is you know two wolves with riders on them are able to avoid a bombardment so anyway somehow this happens i mean it should be that when a turbo laser hit the ground, it could be 20 to 30 feet away from them and the heat would still fry them. And with this, they're dodging and it's going through and they're covered with dirt clouds and stuff. No, that, that's just not, that, that's, that's just not right from anything we've seen in any Star Wars movie before about, armament on a capital ship okay so anyway they get inside and oh no they're called out the night troopers so the night troopers come running down covered with all their special red duct tape you know holding their armor together so why didn't they all just stand in one firing position and just yep. continually fire the heck out of the, their guns and just plow them down Jedi masters of old taken out by just a handful of clone troopers because they surrounded them and just concentrated their fire. Yeah, that's what I was thinking during Order 66. You, you yeah, saw that. We yeah. saw that. And these were Jedi masters, not self-appointed Jedi masters like Ahsoka. You know, and not to sound, we've already talked about that. And it's not that I dislike her, but come on. You, you had... 20, 20 troopers firing at them 
and she's able to deflect every blaster ball. Like, sorry, you know. Okay, she does. Well, more than twenty troopers. They, 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 they puncture the stormtroopers because nobody slashes. Like we've talked about this before. Like if you got, if you got stabbed with a lightsaber, just pulling it out should leave a gouge of out of you because this thing is supposed. This lightsaber cuts through nearly anything. So even if you got poked, nobody gets poked, and the hole comes out. So you just have a little hole. You have a hole and then an exit wound. Okay. So none of the stormtroopers are chopped. So they all get the little green, you know voodoo magic come in um i'm also not a big fan of zombie stormtroopers i'm not so, a fan of zombies at all the, the, exactly the zombie fad has come and gone it's like pulling back an old trick it's like you know that's done and over with like for a while everybody was a vampire and everybody was a zombie seeing that come into star wars once again lazy writing i know they've made a couple of books with that uh theme i don't know how well they did but um so we get the zombie stormtroopers coming now we've seen because i think that other guy in the black armor malik the one that he, was killed yeah he was reanimated and he still was able you know pretty good dexterity and was able to hold his own with a lightsaber so why are the stormtroopers now some of them are able to fire no problem well he was an inquisitor well still i mean he's re he's a reanimated corpse okay but you have some stormtroopers who get up and act like they did when they were living and then you have other ones are kind of doing the you know zombie shuffle uh, thriller <laughs> like you know which is it are they animated where they can function or are they the shuffling zombies which one you know what's the rules here you know so they don't have the rule it's just i don't know uh stormtrooper b didn't get enough of the green fumes i guess you know this guy got more so of course they had the big shocking moment and then they run through and as they're going through you know they hit the door lock and the blast door comes down okay now this is supposed to be an ancient temple i believe why do all these ancient temples have like magnetic storm uh doors or whatever you know it's like they should be either open or you know like here's your big stone slab that's you push shut and put a latch on it you know but no they all have blast doors well they probably they were there for a couple of years and like you know what look okay. good here let's put it okay in so but so they so they run hit a blast door run to another one hit a blast door um upstairs you have one of the most brilliant military minds why didn't he just say you know what close all the blast doors and just trap them in there you know eventually the zombies will get them it'll slow it'll slow them down because they were so worried about having time to get away because now he's afraid of 
all the trouble a single Jedi can cause. And now there's two of them, you know, downstairs, really? not, not counting Sabine, possibly three. You know, he's concerned about having time. So why doesn't he just close all the damn blast doors and slow them down to a crawl so he can kind of just get away? You know, so we have that. Um, but oh no, we can't slow them down. Okay, so here it is. Uh, Morgan now goes back. She's got her fancy green sword, which I think was was kind of cool. Um, how that was conjured, but even that's a even that's a little too much. Um, non-force related magic like we've never seen like any jedi be able to you know create a solid object out of nothing um and which like the witches did so anyway the sword looked cool it could hold up to a lightsaber um they get in a fight ezra and sabine goes you know, they come against two super zombies, I guess, um, that starts beating them up. Sabine's force abilities are triggered by the threat of death. Um, however, it, 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 the super zombie looked like he was just holding her. I don't think that was a super zombie. I just think it was but a the, big the zombie trooper. in black. Well, I'm just saying. I just think it was a big stormtrooper. Okay. Well, the big stormtrooper is just holding her up, holding holding her. I think he was choking her. I I didn't look like she was choking her because she's like flopping her head around all over, you know. And if it was choking her, she'd be like kind of pinned against the wall, you know. It just. He looked like he was just holding her up. Um, and, of course, you know, that triggers her force powers. Okay. Now, all of a sudden, she has the force powers of a fully trained Jedi after they were just triggered. I mean, Luke Skywalker got to do the telekinesis to get his lightsaber in the Wampa Cave. But that didn't give him all these other force abilities yeah, like, yeah, right yeah. off the bat. 100% right. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's spot on for sure. It was a little they, ridiculous there. When they run away, you know, as Ezra's like, I, he's looking, he's like, I can't make that jump, you know, you know, and she's like, well, you go and I'll push you, you know, and he's like, yeah, even Ezra's looking at her like, you know how to do that, you know, you just started getting the hang of this a little bit, you know, and you want me to jump off the cliff, you know. So he goes, okay, Hogarty, I'll try it. You know, just give me a force pitch, push. So she goes, he barely makes it, of course, you know. And of course, you know, you have the two stormtroopers look over the side and he flips them out and does the somersault up. Okay, he's on. He's like ready to get her to go home. And obviously... She didn't care much about leaving Ahsoka high and dry prior. <laughs> but now she's had a change of heart because she's got the force in her. So she doesn't go. So he's on this ship. And I could, ju I could just picture the scene of, you know, him standing there like, are you kidding me? 
you know, giving the shrug like, are you kidding me? You know, you came all this way and now's our chance and you're running, you know, like, and like looking around, it's like, you've left me on a, a Star Destroyer full of duct tape stormtroopers, you know, thanks, you know. Maybe, maybe I should have stayed on the planet with you. It was a little safer. But anyway, she goes back. Okay. Ahsoka's fighting with Morgan. Um, quick question. Was that the same woman Ahsoka fought with during that uh, episode of The Mandalorian? I that's so far. When, the, when, the, when uh, she had the best I think so. Here. I, I think so. I, I'm not sure, but anyway, it was a pretty good fight they were going. But didn't we see what happens when somebody takes a slash across the midsection in episode one? Yeah, you know, we here did. goes Darth Maul. He's, he starts to fall, and then you just see like the top part go one way and the legs go the other. You know, like. Did Ahsoka miss? Just gave her a flesh wound or something? I don't know. Well, look what um, happened. To, what about Finn when Kylo Ren like sliced him in the back? Right. The same thing. I mean, uh, so it's Disney Star Wars rules. Disney now. Star Wars, I guess. You know, I could see Finn surviving that, but they should have made more of, you know, the extent of what his injuries were. Yeah, he should have been wearing like some kind of cybernetic. Right, he should. Back. He should. He should have gotten like a new cyber spine or something. Yeah, you know that he was now part cyborg. You know, like like Darth Vader was. They have that sort of technology. Um, but anyway, like then we see Sean is uh, Darth Bangs is wandering around she hits, hooks up with the scavenger people um i guess she's going to be their leader now um balin's walking around the statues in the background reminded me of lord of the rings um which could be interesting but the thing is we know ray stevenson's gone yeah so that story's it. never going to be pursued again unless um, it Unless he was played by Chadwick Boseman, then they would never recast him. Yeah. You know. But, I mean, it's just... And then, like, Ahsoka's, like, happy she's there with Sabine. Like, you know, kumbaya moment, like you are saying, Fedra. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, no, I think we're right where we have to be. And what after, you know, the schlacking they got... You know, once again, we see, you know, strong girl, arms crossed pose, you know, because Ahsoka knows better than everybody else. You know, it's like that that woman power pose is just, it's like, come on, you know, that's not, I, for the women that I've known, there's very few that that's their natural default pose of, you know, yeah, they're more like their hands are on their hips. Hands are on their hips or <laughs> no, I'm know, kidding. Their pockets or something. <laughs> I mean, at least hands on the they can't do the hands on the hips because that's a, that's the Superman pose. So they can't do that, Joe. 
you know. But, like, I, I don't know. I don't know, Fedra. I think you're too generous with a six. Um, I will say because... Yeah, um, I'm a little, but, I mean, it wasn't... I mean, the, the I'm thinking... Not this episode. Not the other episode. The third to last episode. That was just worse. It was just, like... You guys said it wasn't filler. That was totally filler for me. So I have to compare the amount of movement on this episode and the last episode versus that terrible one. So I because I thought Ezra's lightsaber looked cool. Even though Kyber crystals are supposed to be extremely rare. I don't know how those one well, just from lying Kane. around the ship. It was from Kane's uh, lightsaber. Hmm? From Kanan's lightsaber. No. The, no. Nobody has Kanan's lightsaber. Well, apparently that's a, it was used, it was the parts used from I have the description here. Um it says Bridger constructs a new lightsaber using spare parts from his late master, Kanan Jarrus. From where? I don't Ahsoka, know. Ahsoka doesn't. It's Ahsoka's ship. Ahsoka doesn't have Kanan's lightsaber. She left them a full season prior. I didn't write the story. Well, I'm just saying that's that's like that's like retrofitting backstories for characters. You know that here's somebody who just shows up, says two lines, and it's like, did you know that he grew up on a planet under imperial rule and worked his way up through? You know, no, it's just a guy who's had a line in the movie. The same thing. All I could think of, maybe the droid, because he helped people, younglings, build lightsabers. Maybe he had a spare one. But I, uh, when I was watching, I'm thinking, like, where, where the hell did he get that? You know, oh, well, I, I don't think it's Kanan's because Kanan's, you know, when Kanan got vaporized, he had his lightsaber with him. Nobody went back to pick it up because they were running for their lives, you know. So well, I don't know. I think that's retro. They probably did, but but all right. So my issue with that so, scene, though, okay. let me just throw in here really quick, is that that's just their marketing. They're pushing making your own lightsaber at Galaxy's Edge. They had to throw that in there so that kids could watch that and go, "Did you know you can make your own lightsaber?" Like, and I wouldn't be surprised if they bring Ezra because, like, they have. Uh, Hera's there, right? And Ahsoka's yeah. there. I don't know if Sabine is there. Um, but I could see them bringing in Ezra and Ezra. Well, they don't, they don't even need them. If, if they have... Uh, the general could tell you how to make a lightsaber because she can do anything. But I'm sure they can have Ahsoka come in and say, well, this is how you make a lightsaber. But I think that they were marketing that to push on the kids that you can make your own lightsaber. You know, you need this piece and you need this piece and you need this piece and you put it all together and you have your own lightsaber because that's what they do in that thing. Well, at I, Edge. I, I don't know if that was as much because it's always been an important rite of passage for a Jedi to make their lightsaber. Yeah, but do so you ever? Them, them have ever have, that? But have we ever watched that in any of the movies? They did have it in Return of the Jedi, but they cut it out. But they cut that out in the beginning. Um, but I'm just saying they should have made a bigger deal out of Ray having it, but they wanted to do the shock value at the end that she made her lightsaber out of her staff. Um, 
But yeah, but I, I just remember in the books that was always a big oh, right of passage. My point was, it's just Disney. It's like, can you kind of just show the, the construction of a lightsaber? It's like, well, where do we get a lightsaber? We don't have any kyber crystals. Well, can it be, you know, Kanan's lightsaber? Well, like Jack said that, well, it dissolved with him. We don't have it. Well, can't you rewrite it that it didn't dissolve with him, you know, and just show it so that kids can say, well, I want to do that, Dad. It only costs $300. No, I don't know. So anyway, Fedra, you gave it a six. Because I did like some of the special effects, even though they weren't enough to save the story, um, I would give this a three and a half versus last week's two. Jeez. Yeah, I, I really, I have to say, I was... When, when it ended, I, I really, I, I like sat there just looking at the credits and i'm like what what the hell was that like what you know and filoni is looking for he's already campaigning for season two i'm just like what 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 the hell did i just watch what you know nothing was really resolved all they did was open up more avenues for more shows on well, the only character I'd like to see more of is Balin, but that's not going to happen. Um, but honestly, I honestly don't care about Ahsoka and Sabine sitting on a rock floating in space. Well, no. before I hear more of Joe, I do want to say, though, and ask, are you still then firm about removing yourself from Disney Plus? Mm-hmm. This did it. And this, this did it. As soon as we finish watching Young Indiana Jones, um, we're we're scratching it. Well, and I would say just because <laughs> that's have, keeping you. We have a you know we have a, a actually quite a bit that, of, that's a much better show than I remembered being. I'm well, I'm enjoying it, and and a lot of it was filmed on location too. Which is probably why it ended because they couldn't afford to keep shooting on location. Um, but it's actually, I, I'm actually enjoying enjoying that show a lot more than I remembered enjoying it. Well, how about this? Is this show worse than Book of Boba? This is on par with Book of Boba Fett for me. Wow! And you see, this is the problem. Boba Fett, I thought, was pure rubbish. This, I thought, was rubbish. The third season of The Mandalorian was rubbish. These three shows make Obi-Wan look like great writing, a great show. You know? Well, and, and as, far as, as far as your knowledge of Star Wars, I'm not trying to put you in a pedestal, but you probably know, you know or remember a lot more than I do. Uh, so I'm 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 gonna be humble on that. Uh, well, because I know we have a lot of listeners, and right. I know they're they're gonna be like, "How can we say this?" So I, I want to figure out because I know my answer, but I want to hear yours. Do you see? Do you see any accuracy of connecting this of the original Star Wars? trilogies like is there any connection to, to the actual star wars galaxy or did they just reproduce this all new 
with hardly any connection to original Star Wars, and that's why it's so foreign, and that's why all three of us like can't really connect to it, and that's why we're rating it as bad. Like, well, it's not an issue because like we we've seen the ships, we've seen uh, they've mentioned Leia, we've seen C three PO, so there is a connection to the original trilogy and and beyond, I guess. Mm -hmm. There, there's a lot of connections. The problem is they can't come up with a story strong enough to make it compelling. They can't come up with a story that makes you want to come back. I, if it, if people are wanting to come back and see, oh my god, I gotta catch the next episode. I, I don't know what show they're watching, but for me, it's not this one. Um, so it hasn't been anyone on those three series. Mm. The in the Mandalorian, all tension and excitement was cut when you decide to make the main character a sidekick to someone who should have been a supporting character. You took you gave the series away. Boba Fett, we got a watered down version of he's going to be a you know, he's going to take over as the new crime lord, but wants everybody in town to be happy and to like him, you know. And then this was Ahsoka, the big scary threat. Yeah, you know what? We're, we're just going to sort of muck around until, you know, he gets away. I, I, I haven't. It's, it's I haven't like, seen um, Clone Wars. Is this the accurate Ahsoka, or would Clone Wars so Ahsoka never allow that to happen? I think Ahsoka... This is an older, more mature Ahsoka. And during the last two episodes, we did at least start to see a glimmer of the old Ahsoka, who was kind of fun, a little playful, you know... Kind of got mad, lost her temper to a few times. And even when she was reintroduced as an older version of Ahsoka in Rebels, you know, she still had that emotion to her. In this, she's even older than that. And we saw her very almost embrace the stoicism of the Jedi that, you know, it can't show emotions, you know, got to keep everything very restrained. Um, and you know what? That took a lot of fun out of the character, you know, so. Well, I had problems in Rebels with her being the same character because, again, time did go by and. I don't like she, was, she wasn't the same, though. I mean, she was an older, more mature version of her. And she of seemed. The younger one. Yeah, but I, I, my problem, I think, was her voice, Ashley Eckstein. It's just, I would think that she would sound older, you know, and, and she didn't. She just sounded like a teenager. Um, I, I I liked her in, I liked her in Rebels. Well, um, I think they went too far in this one, making her older and, you know, I guess being wiser. To show her as being wiser, it's like, you know, get rid of what... Get rid of any expressions. Just give that cross-armed stare at everybody, and you know your silence will speak volumes. Like I don't, I don't know. It this was, this was just there was a lot of lazy writing in it, and the fact that you know, I want to say something happened, 
Ezra getting home and then being stuck on the planet. I, I don't know how anybody could think that's a satisfying ending to a series. A series is supposed to tell a story. Start, middle, end. Not start, middle, and then maybe some more middle. And you know what? Tune in another year for maybe some more of the end. Or check out our spin-off series on a character you really don't give a darn about you know and you might get a glimmer of what the end is like it, it's just i i think i think moving away from disney plus is probably going to make me feel better about disney in general because i'll stick to the movies but then again if they put more movies out like rise of skywalker that's going to kill that off too soon too but uh i think i need a break from disney plus uh, in terms of their Star Wars series and in terms of their Marvel series, because nothing they're offering in the Marvel series sounds interesting to me right now. Oh, yeah, they, they got screwed. I mean, like with, you know, again, um, you know, the, the Nick Fury thing, what was that? Oh, Secret Invasion. That was Secret just... Invasion. And then you had this. And then what's next? Well, Loki. Loki is premiering tonight. And I'll watch it, but I have I'm not gonna watch it tonight. I don't give a damn, you know. And the first the first season of Loki was a bad Doctor Who knockoff. I mean Yeah, like I said, like Loki should be a bad guy. You know, he shouldn't be working with anybody. Right. He should be wanting to rule you know, either a kingdom or the universe or whatever the hell. He's not a, I don't like him as a friendly, happy British gentleman, which is what he's turned into. Um, so let right. me because say. He's not the Lord. He's not the God of evil. He's the God of mischief. You know, yeah. he's not a villain. He's just mischievous with what he does. You know, he plays tricks on people, you know, as opposed to Loki in the comics who, you know, like, you know, his trick was, you know, open a chasm full of snakes and push Thor in. You know, that was his trick, you know. <laughs> Balder the Brave. I'm gonna I'm gonna go kill Balder the Brave. And he kills Balder the Brave. You know, not oh I'm you know I'll make him look foolish All right. the time he You know what? Shut I, up. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. You know, because yeah. all right, so now I need to say my piece, all right? Okay, I mean, say your piece. You guys have said mostly everything. I agree with everything that you all Well, said. thank you. This is the end of episode thank you. 57. It's been great. <laughs> if you like this programming and others, please join our Patreon, Patreon subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> no, again, I, I don't really have much to say. because I almost had to beep out my own. Language. Language. Okay, Joe, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, Tell me just, how wrong I am. <laughs> no, it, it's just as a series, It there are people that like it, the fans of Rebels and the fans of Clone Wars. And, and I really think that the people that really, really like it have seen Clone Wars at least 10 times. You know, that they're they probably grew up as young children watching it. And they watch it over and over again. And Ahsoka was their favorite character. And for them, all of a sudden, to see a live-action Ahsoka, and then her also meeting Anakin, you know, just that one episode that they had was just like heaven for them. 
And then people that were fans of Rebels, you know, not that there were many, there were some, but when you think about it, it's not like there were millions of people that loved Rebels. Uh, you know, they, I think if anything, maybe 500,000 people may have seen it, you know, at, at most. And I think that that's pushing it. I thought um, great. So I'm no, I know, I know, but I'm not saying that every Star Wars fan saw it that, that they had to go on to Disney XD to watch Rebels whenever it was out. Um, but it, you know, when I showed you guys too, like all of these people that love this show, they think it's the greatest thing that they've ever seen from Star Wars. And I think that they are shills. I think a lot of them, well, they're either like, I won't say that they're deranged, but I think that some of them have a fondness or an attachment to the character and the characters. But I think that some of them are shills where it's, if it's not either Disney, it, themselves hiring people to basically post these things on Reddit and Twitter and saying how great it is and how I cried. And I, I still haven't been able to stop crying after seeing the last episode. I'm like, well, why would you cry for the last episode? I mean, like you two, I'm, I crossed my arms and I was like, that's not a satisfying ending at all you know it's right. like it's mm -hmm. it's like who gives a crap kind of ending and i don't see how this merits a season two other than the fact that they're going to lie to us and they're going to say oh millions and millions of people but that's i i think that that's what disney does is that they try to go on a social media and convince people this show is excellent this is the best star wars that we've seen for years and so people are like saying well maybe i should watch it and they start watching it and they don't get it. And they're like, well, why don't I get it? They're, you know, it's almost like how I was with The Phantom Menace. I kept watching it, even though I hated it. I think that there's a lot of those people out there, you know. I, I don't know. It, it's, uh, I didn't like it. I, you know, my big problem is they've been saying this for a while. They've been pushing that the force is female or Kathleen Kennedy has been doing it. I think it's obvious that that's what she's been pushing for a while now. Right. Especially, like I said, with Indiana Jones, how she basically destroyed Indiana Jones by uplifting, you know, the character of, uh, I forget her name, but it's Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who was extremely annoying. And it, it, this wouldn't have been so bad if, if, they, if we weren't forced down our throat all of these powerful women in the Star Wars universe and Marvel and and in Indiana Jones. It's like if it was evenly based, it, it would not be bad, especially since Ahsoka is a powerful woman. Sabine is a powerful woman. But it's like we're getting another one of these shows. It's like are, are we ever going to see like, like the Star Wars of old? Are we ever going to see something like, you know, Luke, Leia, and Han? anymore in Chewie. It's like, no, that's that's gone. I'm not I'm, I'm not saying them, but just people like that. Representation like that. Are we ever going to see that ever again? I don't think so. I don't think we're ever going to see that. I think Disney is destroying Star Wars um, just like they're destroying the rest of their company. And they just don't care. It's almost like, you know, well, we own it. We can do whatever we want. It's kind of like when Fox right. owned the X-Men and 
Marvel was like, well, we can help you. It's like, you know what? But we own it. We can do whatever we want. We have our own writers. It might not be how it was in the comic books, but we know what we're doing. You know, besides, it's mine. Stay away from it. And I think that that's what that's Disney's attitude. It's like if you get suck ups like Dave Filoni saying, I have a great idea. You go into Kathleen's Kennedy office and you say, I got a, a series. It's, is it three women? Yeah, it's three women. And one of the, and we have two female villains and it's just a great show. And I promise to push all of your agenda. She's like, all right, here's a hundred million, $150 million. Go make the show, you know? And that's all he cares about. I can't stand Dave Filoni because I know he's a leech. Well, you know what? He, is, is that what this series cost? I'm assuming that's what it cost because. Well, I mean, a secret, uh, secret invasion was in the, 200 yeah but i i'm assuming because they they cut costs i don't know if they cut it for this one because i think they limited the cost to disney plus series to maybe 100 million um i don't think they've done it with this one's probably after this like the acolyte is probably 300 million dollars you know which is also going to be a bomb but yeah no i i didn't enjoy it uh through a Google search, it says more than a hundred million. What, what this one? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I would assume it's probably about one hundred fifty. Just look at the screen. I mean, they had eight episodes. It wasn't twelve, but still, it it looked really good. Like they, it looks like they spent a lot of money on this special effects, the sets, and all that. No, I, I, I think it looked, it looked good. It's just. You know what? You need more than that for a successful show. And that's the positive I would say from it is that it looked really good and and there is promise there. So there's a little hope there. They just have to get the writing right and the right creative team in there and good actors. If they can do that, but it but again, it's it's people that are in charge. You gotta get rid of Kathleen Kennedy because she wants to push her own agenda and she doesn't care what kind of experience you have. As long as you kiss her ass, you know, for 10 minutes, she'll hire you. You know, like John Favreau and, and her apparently don't get along, but he ends up producing good things. And um, they need people with good experience that have a love of the franchise. You can't hire somebody that doesn't know Star Wars or is embarrassed by it, which they've done recently with, uh, what was it? I think the Acolyte, you know, it's like, she doesn't give a damn about Star Wars. She wants to just push her own agenda. She said it. All right, hell, the guy, the guy who did uh, Obi Wan, who didn't know, you know, Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father. Yeah. Well, like, how do you not know that? If this is this is the show that's supposed to be your, you know, breakout show. But again, look what they did with the the sequel trilogy. It's like they just started hiring directors because they're like, well. That guy made a lot of money in that picture. I bet you he can make a lot of money for our picture. And they didn't know what they were doing. You know, it's, I don't know. Like I said, you guys said everything I, I, I wanted to say. I, I took notes. You, you got everything. So I'm not going to get into it. But I would say I'd, I'd probably give this episode uh, maybe a, a three. You know, it's just, 
it's just disappointing. Again, it's kind of like the Rise of Skywalker. This is the last episode that's supposed to tie everything together, and they really didn't. It just was an uninspiring season finale where I don't look forward to season two. I hope they don't make a season two. They can say whatever they want. Like they they love to say that too. You know, oh, they're already talking about season two. The way Disney is going right now with their finances, I'm sure everything's on hold. I would not be surprised if we don't see Armor Wars or even uh what was that one? Uh well, Ironheart. Ironheart. Echo is coming coming soon. Coming soon. I don't even know if we'll see that. You know, it's kind of like because apparently it's so bad. It, yeah, they had a re they reshot the entire series. And they're also releasing all the episodes at once. Yeah, they're um, dumping it. Yeah, it's uh, I we can get into this in another time but disney plus was a big mistake for them they feel like they they need to make content for it and they're they, they've been pushing quality over quantity we we need quantity money. over quality oh i'm sorry you're right Can't the wrong way if they were doing it the other way we'd probably all be happy that's true I, yeah i made a hoopa but yeah they, they need to push stuff that we like because every when you look at it prime has got a good series that we can watch netflix has got a good series we can watch disney plus does not have a good series that we, we used paramount to with the mandalorian terrific shows what's that paramount, paramount has some terrific shows yeah it, it's just disney doesn't and you know there's no must-see tv for disney plus right now and that's why you're getting rid of it i'll probably get rid of it too I held on to it for so long because, again, I have a 4K TV and most of those animated movies or a lot of the animated movies in Star Wars and Marvel are all in 4K and HDR. But I'm just so disgusted, especially with the price increase. I just hope the shareholders just decide we've had enough. They should sue Iger. They really should because he mismanaged this whole company. I guess I, Iger and uh, JPEG. When you look at like how far their stock has fallen and that they're talking about selling half the company, it, I, I, I don't get it. You know, if I was a long-term shareholder, I'd be pissed. It's like you invest in a company because you believe in that company and you believe that they're going to make earnings that's going to make your stock price rise you don't invest in a company because you, you're all about their social issues <laughs> you make it because you want to make money anyway you yeah know, it's like we've said numerous times before you know it sounds like we 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 well we do trash it but we want them to do well we want them to oh, make yeah. good stars we're, we're we're hoping that they prove us wrong like that they come out with a good show that has good strong characters has a good strong story a strong script and they just refuse refuse to deliver that the stuff they put out like who's green lighting this who's saying this is this is good and you know, Ahsoka was their golden dream to save, you know, build confidence in the franchise again. And 
I don't know. I'm just so extremely let down that I don't know. Yeah, because even like I, I talk to a lot of diehard Star Wars fans and they're disappointed. And that I'm surprised about, you know, that because usually they're on board with a lot of this stuff. So it's not like they're making this series for the Star Wars fans. They're making it for somebody else. Or they just expect you to just accept mediocrity from now on. It's like I we don't have to go with mediocrity from them. Yeah, they don't have to go there. Plain bad. <laughs> it's like you wanted Ahsoka, we gave you Ahsoka. You want a good story too? What else do you want? You know? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I'm glad it's over. Um, I guess that's it. <laughs> I guess we're over too. All right, let's wrap this up. So, Jack, can you tell everyone where they can find you? You can always send me email at jackm at wdwnt.com. And Fedra. You can find me on Instagram or be my friend on Facebook and email me at Fedra at WDWNT.com. And if you want, you can email me at Joe at WDWNT.com or send me a friend request on Facebook. I'm also on the podcast Rest of Junk where we talk about the 80s movies. And next one is going to be called Whitnail and I. Did you ever hear of that one? No. Nope. I never did either. It's a, it's a British movie. Is it a horror movie or? No, it's about. Or... It's about these two alcoholics that basically go to the country, and they're kind of broke and they they can't light a fire. They don't have food, and they get pissed off at each other and they get drunk again. You know. They all love it. Like they, they tell me it's a classic over there. But I watched some of it, and I'm like, I think you have to be British to appreciate this. <laughs> you know? Okay, that's, that's fair. Yeah, no, and they wanted me to watch it too um, to see, as an American, what I thought about it. And I do love a lot of British movies, um, but this one I just don't think is grabbing me. It, Richard E. Grant is in it. And he's, I mean, he's funny. Anyway. What I, got, the name doesn't ring a bell to me, so. Uh, his name rings a bell to me. I forget what he was in, though. And check out WDW News Today, Disneyland News Today, as well as Universal Parks News Today for all your Disney Universal news. And finally, if you like our show, enjoy other WDWNT podcasts. WWW. And would like to become a Patreon supporter, please visit the WWNT Patreon page at what, Jack? That made me laugh. Patreon.com slash WDWNT. I don't have to say W's anymore. Hold more than one. So with that, this will be the end of WDWNT Nerd Alert Season 9, Episode 38. So until next time, see ya. Good night, all. Be good to each other. Good night, everyone. W W W W W W W.